happy sunny Thursday, and thanks for hanging out with us today. We are absolutely delighted to have a local author who wrote a memoir after um, being the ninth person diagnosed with COVID in the state of Minnesota. We'd like to welcome Laurel Valvano Fishbach. We're going to just call you Laurel from here on out. Laurel, Laurel, hi. Hi. Hello. Thank you so much for having me on. Absolutely. Your your book is so good, and it's so interesting. Um, What's the name of it's it? It's called Dancing with COVID, Thank one you. of the first coronavirus survivors in her quest for answers. So share with us your story and kind of what made you write this memoir. It's it's very different. It's very It's important. only been a year. And you were you were on the I mean just your whole story about being in Vail when the epicenter was starting. Yes. Um, so it's really a journey um, that I'm trying to communicate to the reader about contracting the virus and fighting the virus before it was declared a pandemic by the WHO. And so what I do is is I bring you into what I'm experiencing on my annual vacation in Vail, and I weave in excerpts from a variety of media outlets along with quotes from government officials and the CEOs of the major ski resorts in Colorado Mm -hmm. because um, what was happening in the world was not what was being communicated in the media in the early days because they just didn't know. Right. Right. So... What I decided as I, as I recuperated from this virus was, well, let's, let's put it down on paper and let people know what I was experiencing um, and weave in what was happening in the media during those months of February and March mm-hmm. when we just didn't know how much community spread was out there. Well, you it, know, you write about how, and both Julia and I have been to Vail many, many times, and one of our favorite things that we both said that we love about going to Vail is you always meet men from Europe, okay? Europeans love Vail. Like, I mean, that is the place they want to come and ski. And, yes. of course, everything you do in ski it's close company. Yes. You know? Very. <laughs> so what ended up happening was I was exposed to the coronavirus for nine nights in a row oh, oh in my very close quarters of bars and restaurants at the end of your ski day. Right. Hello, Red Lion. <laughs> Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So, and you're in the gondola going right. up the mountain for 10 minutes at a time with all these different people from around the world. Mm-hmm. The Burton U.S. Open, which is a massive snowboarding comp- competition, mm. takes place during the time that I'm there. Well, where did all of those people come from to compete? Not just the United States, but from all over Europe and Australia. So Robert Redford, our former CDC director, he later said, This past summer, we underestimated the amount of the coronavirus that was coming into our country from Europe. Mm -hmm. Right, because they didn't have the information about the spread, the community spread and all of that. So it's only in hindsight they could say that. So I bring the reader along my my vacation and what was happening with me because I was experiencing all these symptoms, but... You know, you're thinking, oh, I'm in the altitude. You know, I don't live a th- I don't live ten thousand feet above sea level in Minnesota, so 
chalked it up to the altitude. You chalk it up to I'm on vacation. I don't sleep as well. I'm not in my own bed, et cetera, et cetera. I've skied all day. And you, I just had no idea. And then I come home to Minnesota, and what do you do? Well, you go about your everyday life, get back into the swing of things. And here I am positive with it, have no idea for oh. an entire week. Oh, no. And how oh, many yeah. people did you expose? Exactly. So when it came time oh. to contact trace, when oh. I was tested a week after landing, I went back with the Minnesota Department of Health and had to go through every place I'd been to, every place, um, all the people I was around, and I said to this poor young man on the phone, I'll never forget him, his name was Aaron, and I said, I don't want to tell you where I've been. And he said, why? And I said, because I do something very unusual. And he said, what "What is it? (laughs) And I said, well... I'm a ballroom dancer, and I went mm-hmm. to a, a social dance at Cinema Ballroom oh. with, you know, a hundred people. Oh my on gosh! Sunday night, mm-hmm. <laughs> and everybody's over the age of sixty, or a lot of them are. That's right. Most people in the dance community mm-hmm. are in their retirement years, so yeah. they're all sixty plus. Yeah. So I said oh. to this young man, I said, I can't tell you all the people I danced with, and he said. What do you mean? And I said, everybody dances with everybody. Buddy, that's right. Turns, I don't know who all these people are. Oh my gosh! It's, Laurel, oh, yeah. Laurel, this is you know your book is really good. It's really cool. I mean, it's it's interesting. It's it's so different because you literally, like you said, I remember, you know, you're you're writing out and journaling and telling us all about your symptoms and having altitude sickness or sore legs and getting massage you, and maybe this yeah, and that. But, but, I had this. but then you flash in the media of what's going on. Cause I remember Lori and I at the end of January, were watching the news when we were in LA at the screen actor guild mm-hmm. awards and they had just heard about maybe the first case in Wuhan. And um, I'm like, Lori, that's going to come here. I, yeah. I just said, Lori, I think this is coming. And, and then just it's it's kind of like a thriller almost i mean <laughs> but it's, it's, it's real life it's real life but it's it's so fascinating right. i really and so what made you decide that you wanted to put this down on paper though so i and i i only talk about this very briefly at the very end of the book in the epilogue i ended up having to have spinal surgery not long after i recuperated from covid because i realized I had a pinched nerve in my neck, and I was given instructions after my spinal surgery to be still, not do anything repetitive, and recuperate for a number of weeks as my neck healed. Okay. I don't do very well sitting Sitting. still. (laughs) Right. Right. I like to... I, um, I sat in this medical recliner in front of the TV... And I kept thinking to myself, I think I need to write a book. Mm-hmm. Why do I think I need to write a book? I don't know how to write a book. Mm-hmm. I'm not a writer. I'm not an author. By the way, I have a new appreciation for authors. Right. It's not an easy thing to do. But Laurel, and, you know, I'm curious because, um, I mean, were you just like sick for like a month and you didn't really get sick, sick? And I mean, you know, tell us about, because obviously you're fine, but like you're experience as far as like the actual being sick with COVID? 
Yes. So I had a roller coaster of symptoms Mm. that ended up turning into pneumonia. Oh, my gosh. The nightmare. And so my pneumonia hung on for six weeks. Wow. And I coughed and coughed and coughed for a very, very long time. And um, unfortunately, the coronavirus ended up causing asthma in my lungs, bringing on adult asthma. And so I've heard that a lot. Yeah, I've had to kind of deal with that, but it's it gets better all the time, and, and all the medication that's out there available to us is helping. But yeah, so I I sat there recuperating from this um, spinal surgery, and in my head, my head just kept saying, "Write the book, write the book." Mm-hmm. So I started dictating it into my phone because I couldn't put my hands in front of me to type because it was too uncomfortable for right. my neck, and so I just dictated this into my phone. And then um, as I finished dictating it, I looked at it and thought, I think I can turn this into a book. But um, I had the help of about four people, Bob Sundog, Tanya Domwalski, Shar Torkelson-Howard, and Carol Mollica. And the four of them looked at what I would write and mm-hmm. helped me edit it. And before I knew it, by the beginning of January, I had a book. Oh, it's, my God. it's really it's really. And and how about, how interested was the state Good. in you as far as like being an example of contract tracing, getting your blood, getting your plasma? Because really, the I'm glad that Tom Hanks and Rita came out right away and told mm-hmm. us that they have it because it was early. Because it felt like well, okay, we because we needed a face to it. We did need a face to it, and I remember seeing them on the news the day before I got my results. Oh, and. I was thinking, I wonder if that's going to be me. Yeah. And then as soon as the plasma study program right here in our backyard with the Mayo Clinic came available, I immediately signed up and said, um, I'm here. Okay. I, I've got the time. I'll drive down. Um, I want to be part of this study program. And, and that was that was a journey to get accepted into that. Really? I What? People need to pick up the book. Yeah, if you're really, just joining us, we're yeah. with Laurel, Laurel Valvano Fishbach. The book is Dancing with COVID. She was the ninth person in the state of Minnesota to be listed positive for COVID-19. It's it's your journey. It's your story. Um, juxtapositioned against what's going on in the media and what we're all learning. Um, I mean, did you ever find out how many people like you were, you know, infected? Like, Do they I tell you that? No. No, okay. But you But luckily the people I danced with <laughs> no um, one... they all quarantined. Okay. okay. None of them got sick. Oh so... good. They and all my, are gonna and remember my family you. family didn't get sick. Okay, good. And they're all gonna remember you, all your dance partners, and they're gonna tease you forever. <laughs> Is it yes, safe to are. dance with you? <laughs> but I will say that I believe and I don't have any proof mm-hmm. of this, but I think by the time I came home from Vail You were over I the... may not have been contagious yeah. any longer. I you... may have been past the contagious point. Okay. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. like you said, nine days of going out in Vail and everything, the music, your I mean, all of that. Yeah. I can see yeah. how that would just be Boom, perfect right. conditions. Right. Laurel, we're, we're short on time, and I just want to make sure, because you dedicated this book to all of the healthcare workers, the first responders, the hospital mm-hmm. staffs, and scientists, but you also want to talk about your plea for everybody to get vaccinated. I do. Um, I truly believe that we should trust the vaccine, mm-hmm. and I think we have 
really smart, wonderful people in the medical community that have done a good job. And I'm hoping that the vaccine is what's going to slow this virus down. And and I just uh, implore implore people to um, take that leap because yeah. I don't wish these symptoms of COVID-19 on anyone, especially if it ends up as pneumonia. Mm-hmm. Right. And how do people get your book, Laurel? They can find it on Amazon, and it's available in both um, paperback as well as all the digital mediums. And the uh, library here in the Hennepin County uh, just ordered three copies, so it's available there, too. That's awesome. The book is Dancing with COVID, one of the first coronavirus survivors in a quest for answers. What a, you know, when this you first sent it to us, I'm like, okay. What is this going to be about? I mean, but I really, yeah, really? I'm fascinated with your story. And this is a page turner. Because we're all living in history and you put a first person, you know, you having your first person account and you're a good writer and a storyteller. I think it's important. Thank you so much. And I really appreciate you having me on. And um, you know why we I had wish- you on? It was your line in your letter, Laurel. Yeah. What was I it? respect both you and Lori, and I would be honored to be invited on your show. <laughs> no, that is not why, Laurel. We don't get much respect. No. I'm just teasing. But it, it was it was that. We, it was just like, you know, we really should talk to somebody. And we called and, you, and I'm just like, wow. And the fact that you were like the first, you know, the you know, you were in this first group, yes. and I we were really curious about you know it it, because it's all just like it's like this fresh nightmare that we're coming out of like reading about a pandemic a true story about a pandemic in the middle of the pandemic right but i feel like we're coming up and we're seeing the light as long as everyone vaccinates it'll be a piece of cake and i want to go we want to meet you in vale and the last weekend in february that sounds like fun you sound like you have a good time there Jeez, I, I just, what a treat to meet you, and thank you for writing your book. It's Dancing with COVID. Thank you. We have two extra copies for people. If you give us a buzz at 651-641-1071. Again, it's Dancing with COVID. Laurel, Valvano, Fishback. Thanks, Come Laurel. and see us at the fair. Will do. All right. All right. Thank you so much for sharing your story. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, oh, it's Lori, it's Lori's girls. we got to talk about them again.